0: Canac and pro-independence candidates are this month vying for seats in the French National Assembly. The last Canac representative elected to the Congress was Roque Pigeot in 1986. The first round of elections kick off this weekend with voting for the first seat set for the 12th of June, while the poll for the second seat will be held on the 19th. There are a total of eight candidates for the first seat and nine for the second. RNZ Pacific reporter Jan Kohut spoke with Victoria University of Wellington historian in Pacific Islands regions, Adrian Muckle, who said the legislative elections offer an interesting avenue for the independence movement.
1: Symbolically, it's fairly important, and what's significant this time is that the independentists um, have sort of made an attempt, not 100% successful, but to put up a, a common sort of unique candidate in each of the two electorates. Mm. Um, I think from their point of view, it's always a sort of a long shot. Those electorates are both constructed in such a way um, that independentists haven't been able to win seats in them since they were last rearranged in the 1980s, Um, exactly so as to exclude (laughs) independentists. So So it really is for them quite a long shot. But nevertheless, the campaign does provide them with the opportunity to sort of signal their presence, um, and at the same time also their, their absence from um, the French Parliament. Um, and insofar as I guess those um, those MPs do, those who are elected, then do have the opportunity to sort of represent the New Caledonian situation in the French Parliament, so that that's quite important, but realistically the chances of the independentists being elected are, are fairly slim, as the... French national elections there's no exclusion of um local voters so all french citizens in new caledonia
0: mm. so so you really don't think they they will make it to the national assembly
1: That's uh, highly unlikely yeah i mean that the question might be more symbolically whether they get through to the second round um so how well they how they do, how well they do but i guess i qualify that by saying i haven't sort of looked at the numbers uh, recently, but yeah, that's sort of my sense sort of historically that it's quite quite difficult, because even if they do well in the first round, that almost certainly in the second round loyalists will, will back a, a loyalist candidate. Mm.
0: Mm. So what do you think is the, the, the next step for um, the referendum if the Canucks do not win these national uh, assembly uh, seats?
1: It doesn't really matter for them um, and you'll see, you know, even in the last few days that now that the new government's sort of been set up in France, that the sort of overtures are being made towards sort of, I guess, the Macron government wanting to implement the plan that it outlined last year, which was to begin discussions towards creating some kind of proposal that will be the subject of a referendum next year. Um, so I see just even looking at the New Caledonia News today, there's an announcement of a Senate a group of senators will be coming out to New Caledonia to sort of assess the situation. Um, Macron sort of made an overture to the new government in a letter recently. So I guess, you know, those kinds of talks don't really depend at all upon the outcome of those elections. They, they, they will take place regardless.
0: Do you think the Canucks are still against uh, Macron and still angry at... Um what he did during the, the last referendum of the Numea Accord? Or do you think they've changed their mind and they're certainly in to cooperate with the government to try and find a solution?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. I'm not 100... I guess it feels like a little bit too early to tell yet. Um, I guess they... I mean, I guess the signs are that they're sort of cautiously welcoming the sort of... you know. They themselves said that they wouldn't be doing any talking until... Um, the new government in France was put in place um, and I guess they're cautiously sort of welcoming sort of the beginning of that um, discussion. Mm. Um, But I think they have said fairly directly that sort of, I think this will be sort of the key question is I I think they've sort of said that they'd much prefer to negotiate and talk directly between them and the government in France. There'll be a question about how inclusive, whether they're willing to participate in Discussion that includes the the representatives of the loyalist parties in New Caledonia um, initially. So sort of how sort of inclusive those negotiations are might be the question in the first instance.
0: And just last question: What what has come from Louis Mapu going to the decolonisation um, of territories at the UN? There's, there was a conference in the Caribbean about it. What's the next step for for that? Um, Do you think the Canucks will work um, in the future with the UN to try and work out something?
1: The Canuck movement and the FLNKS um, have always been looking to um, the UN and the Decolonisation Committee for support, and certainly um, I think in terms of some of the ideas being thrown out by the independentist parties, I mean, you know, I think they're still... Holding on to the notion of a of a referendum on their terms rather than than Macron's terms, and the idea that in any kind of future referendum, um, what role the UN might might play in that is um, to certainly to the independentists a, a potentially important one. So I think they're still quite keen to you know engage with the UN and encourage France to um, as well. So yeah, I don't I'd, I'd see that as an ongoing. Um, conversation, um, you know, that are looking for the sort of the additional sort of oversight and support that the UN might provide.